Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 26. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to discuss the most recent episode of Desperate Housewives. Don't judge a lady by her lover. Seriously, that's the title? That's the title. Crazy, I know. We're going to talk about that right now. After I find out why Stephanie has that look on her face. What's what's going through your mind? Nothing. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah, nothing. So, uh, Stephanie, it is Sunday evening. We have just finished watching this most recent episode. And uh, I'd like to know, what are your thoughts going into this uh, recording of the fan podcast? Um, It was just okay for me tonight. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, there were some really laugh out loud funny parts that that I really liked. But overall, I think the episode was just okay. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't know what it was. Okay, though. I I, w- I want to give you that. As a matter of fact, I, I would even say I'm probably right there with you. I think I liked it a little bit more. I, I've had those episodes of Desperate Housewives from time to time that were just kind of okay. And this one was slightly above that. But I agree that it it, it, it definitely isn't one of those episodes where, you know, we've gotten used to uh, where it's just consistent in you know it's just like wow this is really great stuff i mean like action-packed you're like on the edge of your seat right. I mean, which is really weird to think that desperate housewives can be action-packed and and keep you you know at the edge of your seat but there have been episodes like that this wasn't one of them no it wasn't um i really like that they are totally writing into my prediction that obviously brie and carl are gonna fall for each other I totally said that last week and Yes, you and, did. Well, even the week before, I think. Um Yeah, yeah. So I I do. I I think that they they're going to write it that way. I I think you're right and in my opinion, if you take out the the motor lodge. Yeah. If you take out the motor lodge and that storyline this episode is awesome but i think you needed the i think you needed the motor lodge because that is where carl said that he was falling for her right and asked her to go so I'm without just, the motor lodge there wouldn't have been that declaration of of feelings I, on his part i agree and all i'm saying is i'm not a fan of this storyline altogether i understand and i'm not going to go into that anymore i mean I've, I've i've said it in the previous episodes i'm just i don't enjoy that storyline um and, it, and and it's not that i'm rooting for orson because obviously there are some real issues there as well <laughs> yeah. but he's messed up I, but it, it's just i don't know yeah. I, I i'm just not i'm just not excited about it yeah. i mean i'm not saying that you know hey, i'm just not excited about that right. storyline i know you're not and it, and there there was a quite a bit of it in this episode you know you had uh you had the motor lodge right. uh oh hold on i've got my notes here because the bacon cheese burrito at the that motor lodge right. talked about the <laughs> the hazards of right you know whatever and then all of a sudden there was brian orson at the dinner dance carl has a date and then, of course, there's the whole, you know, oh, wow, you're a dancer. What kind? Jazz, ballet, laugh. <laughs> laugh right. I, so, I mean, 
You know, I there were a couple chuckles there, but it, again, it's just it's not what I enjoy about the show. Right, and I understand. I must be honest with you. The other thing is, is, I'm not overly excited about the fact that John's back again. I know you're not. I know, and and I can't say that. Um, I really can't say that I am either. But I'm going to give them more than just one episode to judge my opinion. Yeah, I was really excited to see the dynamics all the way up to the final scene. As a matter of fact, I was really, really thrilled with the conversation between Carlos and Gabby at the restaurant where she came all, you know, frumpy and everything and was like, listen, you know. (laughs) Frumpy. You used my word. I know. (laughs) So basically, she she was, you know, uh, what she say? I, I gave it a sniff. It's got at least another day in yeah, it. Yeah, sure, so it doesn't have another day in it. Yeah. That was hilarious. Because you know what? Do you know how many women were sitting on their couch tonight thinking, I've so pulled something out of the amber? <laughs> we, okay. I won't say we all do, but I'll admit that I've done it in the past. You know, I... There are totally days where I've pulled something out of the hamper to wear. And you give it a sniff and you're like, eh... You know, whatever. <laughs> Little body spray. <laughs> It'll be okay. But um, I loved what Gabby said to him. I've stood by your side for 11 years through. How, how did she word? I made you write it down. Oh, let me see. Through if you I... being poor, blind, and knocking me up twice. Yes. <laughs> right? When you were poor and blind and you knocked me up twice. I loved that. That was a great line. And But it was totally point... overshadowed by the fact that they had her go and look at the picture of her Th- and Jonathan. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, I, I, was, I was so with her there in the restaurant, but they totally blew it. When she went home and looked at the picture. Can I just say that if she would have pulled the picture out. And like burned it? Well, hold that on. That would have been perfect. Looked at it. Pulled the picture out. Looked at it. Looked at it the way she did. I, I'm even cool with that. But then taking the picture and tearing it in half. Right. You know? Yeah. There, and, there and needed to be some um, some closure. That's, some finality. See, I would have loved that whole storyline had they given us that. And they even had her waking up drinking her coffee the next day thinking, thinking about, about it. Right. It's like So I, I'm not I'm not too excited with that, but I did love that I left I laughed out loud at the the whole knocking me up twice. That was know? that's funny. That was funny. But so yeah, I'm not happy now I do think it's an interesting dynamic though where Anna is working for John. Right. I think that that's an interesting dynamic. She's obviously a very attractive young lady uh, and, and and stuff like that. So that adds a dynamic, but I just wish, like you said, like we've already said, I wish there was that closure there. And there, it's, it's like I am not wanting to go on and on and on. Can right. Carlos and Gabby be committed in their marriage and not be emotionally tied to somebody else? Right. Can we Absolutely. just get beyond that? Can we that? get beyond that? I agree I mean, with you. Ha- we're but in I'm season gonna, six, right? I think I'm going. Yeah, I think I'm going to be like quite a bit of a hypocrite and have a problem if they have Anna and John in a relationship. Why is that? Why would that make you a hypocrite? Isn't she quite like seventeen? 16, 17. Oh, I don't know how old she is. And John's in his early 20s. Ah. <laughs> uh, that would make you a hypocrite. Yep. That would make me a hypocrite. But um, as an adult, as an adult, I can't say that I would let my children um, make the same choices that my parents let me make. I agree. And, and and I and at that point that was a that was a choice that my parents let me make. Mm-hmm. They had that 
they had what what's the they they had the right to say no and they didn't mm-hmm. i probably would have fought them had they had but um and for those of you who have no idea what i'm talking about um i started dating cliff when i was 16 and he was 22 yeah and very um, long story there so yeah very long story there and um you know the rest is history but i'm sure they're not going to write john and anna to be you know meant for each other and i don't know that's the way i see it going really yeah it, i mean it very well could be and and matter it, of fact i it, see carlos and gabby supporting it by the end of the season yeah yep you know what if I that's don't, where i see that yeah. story. that's the only way i can see that story going it's the only way that it can work and um i, I guess i just have to see how it played out but as, as a parent i'm not positive i would let my children make the same choices that i did right or again mm-hmm. that that my parents let me make exactly and um i'd definitely be expressing the right to say no in that in that situation so yes i would call myself a hypocrite i i now i understand exactly what you mean there okay uh the reason why i'm a little bit um quite distracted just a little distracted yes. because um I just wanted to say that if anybody's interested in hearing a little bit about our oh, story, yeah. I've got it <laughs> <Okay>. here. Um, <laughs> this was recorded back in 2007. Okay. And I did a podcast called, um, well, the title of it was Ask Cliff a Question, and somebody asked, how did you and I meet? Right. So I right. told, I gave my story. It was in a podcast that used to be called My Crazy Life. Today, it's called Pursuing a Balanced Life. It's episode 92. It's only available for our gspn.tv plus members. Right. But if you're interested, you would want to do a search for episode 92 of My Crazy Life. Right. And then episode 93 <laughs> of My Crazy Life is called Stephanie's Side of the Story. Right, because they are quite different. They are quite different. They, they are quite different. It, and it's funny how um, how different they are. You know, when you put perspectives and choices and, you know, decisions in into the mix of how everything ended up turning out, it, it was they're very quite different. Absolutely. Yes. But um, can I go? I know I don't want to um, talk about the whole Brie and Carl thing because we already did. But can I just say I'm totally digging Brie with the glasses and the ponytail? Yeah. I thought that she looked beautiful. I want to say that I think she looks very attractive in the ponytail and yeah. li- Madam Librarian I loved glasses. it. Yes. Very beautiful. Yep. Very, I, I would agree beautiful. with that. I liked it. So, yep. So, uh, but anyway. So, shall we talk about the crazy lady? <laughs> the crazy lady. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say Susan... <laughs> She okay. I drove love, me crazy yeah. in this episode. Um, I, she, I love she how crossed the line. She did. Um, so we have. They only showed. They only showed Catherine one time in this episode. Yeah, and that which was is in the odd. very beginning, making the coffee with the whole. The day starts with coffee. Which can I'll oh, go ahead. Finish your statement. Okay. Now we all know that Catherine's a little crazy. Well, okay, Catherine's a lot crazy, but I love Julie's comment to Mike a couple episodes back. I think it was in the premiere about how he chose the less crazy of the two. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe he's like questioning himself right now. <laughs> well, I don't think Mike knows about the car jack. You know, the, I don't think Mike think knows probably, about that. I no? think he probably does. I don't think so. I think so. 
It, it didn't appear to me that he did. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right. I, I, I could be wrong, but obviously they didn't tell us in the episode one way or right. the other. But um, definitely was weird. It, it was she. She was off a rocker. Um, I. But do you know I get it? No. No. No, I get it. No. I'm that, sorry that you don't. No. I'm sorry that you don't. And you know what? And I think that you're wrong. Because I think that if it was one of our daughters in a hospital bed, having been strangled and left on our lawn, that you would feel quite differently if you believed in your mind that someone was guilty. I don't think that if I if I cared for my family enough, I don't think I would do something that would potentially kill somebody. But we already know she's irrational. I understand I, that. And I still think it's wrong. I, it just, I'm not saying she was right. I said I get it. I'm not saying she's right. All right. Uh, no, I, I, get, I, I get it. I, I get why she made an irrational decision. I just don't get falling through, following through with that. I mean, I don't care if she, first of all, they've made it quite clear that Susan would have no idea how to use a jack, a, a hydraulic jack. So the, 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 the concept, the even thought of the storyline that Susan would know that you twist it to the left a little bit to kind of let it down and you could turn it okay. back to the right to lock it back. Uh uh-uh. uh. Susan can't change a tire. You know, she, she <laughs> And neither can I, so leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> but but even still, let me just say, I know exactly how a hydraulic jack works. And the thought of even going near that jack scared the crap out of me. Okay. You just don't yeah, do no, that. No, I get I okay. I, I understand where you're coming from. The kid from. could I, be they, crushed and die could have died on the spot. Right. Absolutely. And that is messed up. Right. She was messed up in this episode. But she is and, and they, the, they she did, should be okay. she should be committed to an insane asylum. Okay, that's pushing it. All right. That that's pushing it. Now see that's that you be, being a hypocrite. That now that right there. You know, season seven, Dave and Susan. No, I'm still, I'm still holding to. It's going to be Dave and Catherine. She, she's going to go visit an extended uh, visit. Goodness. Um, but they did redeem Susan in the end, and I liked the way they did it. I just wanted something in. Really enjoyed the way that they did. They it. did re- re- okay. redeem it, but before we get there, Lala is in our chat room here, and she says, uh, "I get the other lady coming out with the baseball bat." And can absolutely, I, can I just say right now? <laughs> Except she busted out the kid's window. <laughs> can I? Can I just say that? If if what they she's calling herself Angie, I, I think Angie may be their real first name. I think but, their first names may be the same. Right, but uh, if Angie would have t- taken a swing, and, she would have had every right. I would have so supported right that because Susan was on their property. She was threatening her kid. Threatening. Absolutely. She was in the process of almost murdering. It, it is considered their, threatening. Yes. Okay. Sometimes you highly annoy me. I know. I love to highly annoy you. Whoo. I'm turning into Susan or Angie or something. I need a jack or a bat or something. But I just want to say I, I would have fully supported Crowbar. that baseball bat to the head okay. and putting Susan right next to Julie right then. Because you, you <laughs> Look don't. Look at his vindictive now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, there, there, is, there is the possibility... Wow. That Danny may have done something, but it, there she is crossed the line. there is very many possibilities. There was no possibility. You are doing something. My son could be dead in seconds from now if you make right. a wrong move. Right. 
And Absolutely. by golly, I'll take that baseball bat and I will swing you and hit it. Okay. I will swing and hit it in the head. Right. Anyway. I still think that you're wrong, though. I think if you found your daughter on the lawn, you, you would you would be irrational and you would make irrational decisions. Also. I, I would agree. But I think that I would I, I think regardless of what happened, I think that I would have enough sense to not go because of I, I to not go and, and undo a jack when somebody's sitting on a car. Know. I think you're wrong. I, right. I, I think that um, I'm going to disagree with you. Oh, that's fine. And you can disagree that's fine. with me. Because honestly, I think that if it was a neighbor that was suspected and you see this neighbor going about their lives in a regular manner when your daughter is laying in the hospital fighting for her life, that you are going to be irrational. Okay. You are going to be irrational. I, I have no doubt that I'll have irrational thoughts, feelings, It might not be a hydraulic emotions. jack that you're going to mess with, but it's going to be something. But I, I was totally cool with her. I, I, I totally get it when it's spreading the word and, and you know, wanting them to do anything to get them out of the neighborhood. Even if they didn't do it, still wanting them out of the neighborhood, that's not going to be, like, you know, the worst thing in the world. But, the no, she crossed the line. Okay. And, and, and I, I agree with you. I agree with you that she crossed the line. I disagree with you that, that you wouldn't do I'm, something irrational. I, I would do irrational things. It just not that that's beyond irrational. That is uh, psychotic. Who's next? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Where's uh, my bat? You know? So basically, I'm just saying. Uh, there was the one stat- statement. I, I think it was Carlos said it. It's like, uh, so, was it Carlos? No, no, no. It was Tom. To Tom said, uh, "I had to because you were twice my size." That. Yeah, <laughs> not so good, Tom. Come on, man. Not good at all. Not, do you know? Um, d- total, total diversion. Um, when my mom was pregnant with me, my dad was so proud. Now my parents were teenagers when they when they had me, and um, so my mom is pregnant, large pregnant, and um. My dad is so proud of himself because he went out and he bought her a new top. Okay. Obviously, it was a maternity top. It had fish on it. And he was just, it it was the 70s. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Here. Listen. It had whales on it. Nice. Now, I want to know. First off, my dad wasn't so bright for buying it. But second off, um, who is the moron who designed a maternity (laughs) top with whales on it? Just just saying something tells so, me it was not a woman the thing um tom crossed the line <laughs> you were twice my size yeah i don't know not i so think good. i think he pulled that one off it was it was no, no that was funny it was no not knowing that she's pregnant with twins now okay no, that yeah. was funny um i loved the kids reaction mm-hmm. loved the kids reaction when was it porter or preston standing up and oh, saying oh yeah you know, you're in college and you got a new job and why are you throwing away your future for a few minutes of pleasure <laughs> that and, was awesome and by the way i think it's gross that you're still doing yeah, it yeah that was the younger one yeah that yeah. was the younger one and then penny is like if those are boys i'm out of here <laughs> I'm out of here. It was hilarious. I thought that they wrote the the kids' reactions very well. Yes, and um, and I enjoyed that. It was funny. Not a big fan of her lying to Carlos. Her lying to Carlos about the baby. Yeah, no, I, good- I I I understand though oh, no, the absolutely. lying to Carlos. And boy, by golly, I'm, I'm like sit, I sit there and I, as soon as the senior vice president thing came up mm-hmm. and stuff like that, 
As I know she wasn't going to tell him. Well, well, the, well, here's the thing. It's like my, my grandest fear is that they're going to bring in the abortion option issue. It's yeah, like, I don't think so. I think that no. she, with I, Susan's I, help last last week, right, mm-hmm. that she, she's past that. I think so. But yeah. but again, this th- they're bringing this up as, as a, you know, wow, how difficult is it? You know, it's like, and, and the kids are the right. pressure of the kids and, and all this other stuff. But I think that, you know, the, the conversation between her and Tom is like, listen, you know, I'm going to get to the point where finally I can show them I can do this pregnant or, or not. not. Right. You know, and, and if anybody can, I think Lynette can. I think they can pull it off. Yeah. And and I and a couple things I loved about this. Carlos explained why she got the promotion. Yes, and not the other person. the other girl's pregnant. That was funny. That's funny. And you know what? I don't think that so far, I don't think Lynette has done anything wrong at all. No, she has not. She has not technically lied. Uh, I mean, she did fake that she drank the, the if wine. If she has one more drink, I'm going to puke. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> but here's the thing, you know, it's like, you know, she is pregnant and she did not have to disclose that. The job was offered to yeah. her and it is illegal for them to Absolutely. make a decision. And he's like, well, who's going to, you know, that's only if she Absolutely. knows, blah, blah, blah. And now, like, and now he said that to Lynette. Of course, she's not going to disclose he, that she's... She, she, her her right. job is safe. Absolutely. Her job yeah. as vice president is safe yeah. and the salary bump her, is there. I think her, her job was always safe on basis on, on, on the friend level more than on the ethical level of her job as it existed before was safe but the position of vice president would not have been offered had he known that she was pregnant but no i mean now that it's offered oh and yeah eventually he's gonna find out that she's pregnant yeah and and yeah i agree she's not gonna hide it forever and (sighs) she is pregnant with twins and they are her fifth and sixth children, so she is probably going to show much sooner than right if she was pregnant with her first baby. Exactly. You know? So, um, who is that? Everybody? Uh, well, you know, again, we didn't see Catherine, which, no, by the way, I, I didn't I just, mind. No, I actually, I do. I didn't. It's one of the storylines that is really interesting me. Yeah, I I think they could do some really awesome stuff, some really twisted stuff. I don't know. I think that they have really, um, they they can do some twisted stuff. That'll be fun to see. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm ready for that kind of twisted. You know, you know. Oh, of course, you know this means war. That's right. You know, I'd love to see some more. Right, Susan against. Catherine, just some really awesome battle going so on. So here's the question: What do they do with MJ all day? Oh, he's like, just upstairs playing. I guess. <laughs> Seriously, but um, too funny. It is a good show. It, it, it is. It's enjoyable. There are some things that I totally disagree with, but at the same time, there are some really uh, there are some p- parts that are just darn right entertaining. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still some some ways where you can see people dealing it with issues. And, and I, what I like, uh, especially Tom and Lynette, I think, are my favorite stories because what the, what's going on with them is they are consistently coming against obstacles in the way of living life and doing life as a family. Mm-hmm. You know, and can I I wonder if I can say this. I'm, I haven't really thought about this before. They are the they are the probably the healthiest family on you know in the neighborhood, you know obviously they certainly have their issues, 
Uh, and and gosh, Lynette's <laughs> done some really stupid stuff. And Tom, what a moron! Half Tom the time. is a moron most of the time. But, but I think I know what you're saying. But they're committed to the family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and they they have these obstacles. They have crisis that come up in their lives, which don't we all? But they're always moving forward. Absolutely. And not always. And they're not always on the same page. But you know what? When one's down, the other one's trying to do, make it and stuff like that. They complement each other. They do. They do. That, and and I see that in us a lot. You know? Okay. Yeah, You're I, not quite as much as a moron as Tom oh, is. Well, thank you, babe. <laughs> and I'm not quite as controlling as Lynette. But, right. Yeah. But, I, but what I'm saying is that, you know, we, we, we have our sets you know of challenges. You know that was a joke, though, yes, right? Yes, I do. Okay. But we come together and we work on these things. Right. And sometimes it takes us a little bit before we're on the same page. But we get there. We do. And we move forward. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's cool. So I was just thinking, right yeah. before you started talking about that, where's Andrew? Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I miss Andrew being on the I show. I miss Andrew. Yep. We didn't see Miss McCluskey this week either. No. And her new beau. And her new boyfriend. So, so we know where she was. <laughs> all right, everybody. We want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. Of course, this episode is on the free feed, which means that you're listening to it even if you're not a Plus member. But if you want to get every single episode we produce, please become a Plus member. We would love to have you not miss any of the stuff, but also check out a lot of the other shows. Over 1,700 episodes online now of all of our various shows. Check it out. GSPN.tv slash plus for more information. Until next time, join the community. (laughs) (sighs) Easy for me to say. Bye, everybody.